Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I could jump in here. Trexler. Oh, Mallory. Even on, what is this, 1080p? You look just as supple and sexy as the day I first laid eyes on you. Where, in a wax museum? Sterling, that's no way to talk to your mother. And just who in the hell do you think you are? Getting ISIS blacklisted at the UN? Had nothing to do with that. Embarrassing me in Berlin? The entire hotel was Stealing embarrassed. Stealing all my prospective clients? N- yeah. And no matter which way I turn, you're butting in that big, fat, strong, aquiline nose of yours. Wait, what? You said it was the nose of a Caesar. Uh, well, perhaps a lesser Caesar. No, no, no. I clearly remember you said Augustus and in vino verita. And the Chianti was definitely flowing, <laughs> among other things. Ooh. Mother! Hmm? Oh, uh, this is the last time you make me out a fool, Len Trexler. You want to play me hard? Phrasing. No, I do Well, then you better nut up. Phrasing. Because I've swallowed just about as much as I can take from you. Hey, phrasing. And we'll see who's smirking when Isis steals that diamond for real. Ooh, you're a naughty girl. Right, then. Commence Operation Rub Len Trexler's big fat nose in it. Yeah, sounds like you already have. What you, what you want, what you, what you want. All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, number 67. Phrasing. I'd like to say in advance, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, hey, you got your oh, yeah, Xbox I'm first, ain't I? Yeah, <laughs> your Xbox um, Yeah, my Xbox is, well, sort of working. The yeah. disk drive still doesn't work, <laughs> but everything else works. So I hooked it up. But I got that Netflix and all types of bullshit. Um, I didn't. Been, I forgot you. I forgot when you came down here. You took it back to our uh, Arizona office. That's right. <laughs> For testing. Um, <laughs> testing. I've been downloading so many demos, dude. It's it's silly how many demos I've been. Because it's the nicest Xbox you can get. It's the the one that came. I traded the Kinect in though, because I fucking I have no use for that stupid thing. Um, but. Uh, it has the biggest hard drive, so I can download all types of shit. I was downloading like a bunch of sports games, the SSX demo, the ME3 demo. Oh, I was oh, downloading. How about how? What do you think of the ME3? Uh, like a, I, I thought I, it was the shit, obviously. <laughs> uh, which did you do? Did you do like action or did you do like the? I did action, man. I know, I know how the RPG shit works. I just wanted to check out the fucking 
the action in it and see what changed up. And they didn't change it, which I was happy because it didn't need to be changed. And I thought it was really cool when I got to that fucking mech dude. That was some oh, serious know. shit. That 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 fucked me up. I, mean, I still get... haven't beaten his punk ass. <laughs> it fucks me up because when you get close and he like goes to like auto crouch, and you're you know, and I'm trying to get around it, it's just like, dude, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop ducking for cover right in front of the mech <laughs> yeah because um how the controls on the uh on the xbox because i know i'm playing it on the on the ps3 and it's you know it's so like you know it's like when you you swipe your hand across you know your your dick and you're just kind of ooh, you know ooh. It's, it's that jumpy it's it's and and as much as i love the playstation the the um, analog sticks have always been so floaty yeah. on the on the PlayStation. It's solid as hell on the Xbox. I, I suggest you download the Xbox One yeah. the demo there because it's just the resi- the Xbox controller controllers analog sticks have always had just the right amount of resistance where it just it's just the shit. I've always liked that controller better. Um, but yeah, it, it was really really good i wasn't having any aiming like aiming at the ceiling all of a sudden no shit (laughs) um because mass effect is pretty it's not sensitive but it's it's so precise you know yeah Yeah, i did the i did it with uh role playing and then the uh and then story and role playing was just it was the same thing just you know a couple of little variations of asking you the question you know yeah which is the same shit from the other two games yeah so i was like going well okay yeah yeah um ssx though that shines out of all the demos i've downloaded dude ssx is just sexy i played played every day dude dude i played for a solid 15 minutes and the entire time i had a smile on my face (laughs) i was just smiling just having a grand old time i've been playing it like for the last uh the last couple of days i played it for at least like an hour hour and a half oh man it's a damn damn good demo dude uh, oh man dude was playing it for like an hour and a half straight it's the shit. It is. Uh, oh, and if you if on I'm not sure if it's on the Xbox, but on the PSN, I'm sure it's on the Xbox too. But you can refer a friend, and you unlock the other dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has it too. Yeah, I refer. I should, I should refer you on the on the Xbox so I can unlock it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I I did that. I re, um I referred uh I referred an, another friend, and they don't wait for you to accept it. They just oh, you referred somebody. Boom, it's open, oh. unlocked. I'll have to refer it to you then. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. What other you're so you're playing all the Xbox Live stuff, right? Uh yeah. Well I downloaded um Well I'm not playing like, all of it, but <laughs> Well no, but I, I downloaded like a bunch of sports demos because I, I like the Tiger Woods series, I like the baseball series, and, and I downloaded the new NBA because I was playing that at a buddy's house, that was pretty sick. Um But we don't really need to talk about those because they're fucking sports games. Um I downloaded <laughs> Total Miner, which is a complete ripoff of Minecraft. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> and I actually bought that. It was like, because I, I turned my Xbox on. I hadn't turned it on in a long time. And I noticed I had like 760 um, like Microsoft points. Oh, right. I was like, oh, shit. So I bought, um, well, I bought a little Batman t-shirt from Avatar, you know, <laughs> keep it fresh. But um, I, uh, I bought that Total Miner. And it's all right. You know, whatever. I downloaded the, um, the, the demo to um i downloaded the demo to uh i can't remember what it's called now what did i download do you know uh <laughs> <laughs> oh hydrophobia oh yeah that was a which which was a, a game from um 
Black Eclipse, I think, is the name of the company, but that's the company I did the article about where they didn't pay their people for three oh, months. Yeah, they were a douchebag last week. Yeah, and I the game was actually kind of fun. I don't know what was wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's kind of cool. It has uh, if it didn't have the cool water effects, it would be just a normal action adventure game. But it, it the water dynamics are really interesting. Um, but other than that. That's all I've been doing. Playing Torchlight, keeping it old school. Um, I, I on PSN I bought Afterburner Climax, and it's in the name. I mean, literally when I was playing it, I did several times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was nine ninety nine. It was in ten bucks, and I remember. I saw I saw that one. I think I think I saw it on the Xbox. Yeah, it's, I didn't download it. It's it's fun. I mean, if you played the game in the arcade. I mean, of course, it's not like the simulator one that I used to love. Um, it's it's so much fun. You get three jets, and, you know, halfway or part every quarter, um, you have to decide which side to go, and then you 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 know you play, and each time you you complete it, you get little bonuses, and like I made, I got I get like seven respawns in a game now, um, and, and <laughs> they give you like in this they have like you know the 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 control panels are very like easy, like X is for um, guns and O is for missiles. But if you're like me, the other two buttons are nothing. So I made anything that wasn't guns missiles <laughs> because <laughs> when you get into that dogfight, you're like motherfucker, fire, fire, fire. Um, so I did that, and then I downloaded the demo of uh, Top Gun um, Hard. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, oh shit, what is it called? Hard Target. Or hard. Lame game, is that what it's called? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I mean, it, it starts off cool, like you get into it and you hear the... And you're just almost like you want to salute. And then yeah. the game starts. And after that, it's all downhill. <laughs> then it fails. Yeah. They should they should have had Danger Zone playing the entire <laughs> time. I wouldn't have been able to play because I'd be dying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was <coughs> it was it, the, the the things were all over the place. I you know it was so hard to get um, jets on target. And then like when you're doing it's like do a barrel roll, do a barrel roll, and then it's judging you on how well you you know equip the maneuver, but you're actually firing. Like I'm like going, this isn't like training you know this is like you're in the real shit but you're getting graded on it it's like wait what so shortly like, after I'm, I, sorry, I'm worried about not getting the plane blown up yeah you know i played for about 10 minutes and then deleted it i was just, oh i did i did download the demo for that i am alive oh i heard about that game it's all right it was it was a it was an okay game i wasn't impressed on the graphics at all they were kind of because there's a lot of dust in the air in the game <laughs> which when you look at the game, you almost feel like they made that up just to excuse how shitty it looks. <laughs> like, there is absolutely no color depth was whatsoever it as, in this game. Was, was it as good as the movie? Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking of I Am Legend. Oh, Sorry. Oh, 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 <laughs> and no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> the, game, the one thing that really pissed me off about this game, you're given a gun, but you have no bullets. Which makes sense, because you're in like a, you know, the world has ended. You know, you can't really run to the shop. You find, like, a bullet. <laughs> um, but if you put the gun up, people will stop. Like, you can threaten them. Mm-hmm. And and you're supposed to, like, you can keep telling them to back up. And then if they're behind a pit, they'll be like, hey, wait a minute, man. And then you can kick them over the pit. Sounds pretty cool. When you put the gun up, they put their hands up. As soon as you drop the gun, they completely forgot that you had a gun and start running at you. 
You put the gun back up, and they stop. You put the gun down, they start running at you again. It makes no sense. It is like the laziest AI I have ever seen in my life. Like, if someone points a gun at you, and then they suddenly put it down, but it's still in their hand, are you just going to immediately start running at the person? You know, it's, like, so stupid, dude. And it's, it's not Skynet AI, right? No, it's, it's like Pong AI. No, but... but um. The thing that bugs me about the game too is it it doesn't it feels less like an interactive game and more like a press these buttons at the exact time or you're fucked right. and you you only get a certain amount of restarts from mm-hmm. your checkpoints you have to find these things around oh, you know it's, it's uh, uh, I deleted the the demo <laughs> but uh, I got my hands on a P, uh, PlayStation Vita mm-hmm. um, wow that screen. I mean, was just insane. I was playing uh, Uncharted, and oh yeah. my god, I I looked at it and you know using the two analog sticks and just it was just oh my god, I literally orgasmed like so many times while playing that thing. I orgasmed when I played with the Vita, and I didn't even play a game. <laughs> so the menu, yeah, the menu options were cool. I liked the I liked how quick it was to react, and then playing um, Uncharted, you know, just the the hand moves and everything. I I just I really was impressed with it. Um, still not happy with the proprietary memory card. I mean, if you download, yeah, but, but the that's thing, Sony, dude. You know? I know, but the thing is, is that you get an eight gig memory card. From what I've heard, Uncharted, if you strictly download, it's four gigs mm-hmm. alone. And you know, and then of course the bullshit um, AT and T plans that they have with it. I mean, that's just. Uh, it, it's ridiculous, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I would just probably get the Wi-Fi, and and just not deal with it. You know, well, we're also not children. Yeah, I, I don't really see us playing it much. Yeah, trying to do online on the bus. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I looked at it and I'm like going, I I mean, I you know, like the girl that was kept talking. She was ruining the experience for her. She kept trying to sell it to me. And I'm like, look, bitch, I have it in my hand. I'm playing with it. You see the drool coming out of my mouth. You know, I want to buy this. The mm-hmm. only reason that's stopping me is the the empty wallet that's in my back pocket. <clears throat> you know, it's like don't try to sell this to me. I know all this, and she's trying to. Sell, and I look at her, and I'm just like, I look at I look at uh, old man, dude, and then he starts talking to her, so I can actually play this fucking game. I um I was talking to a guy at GameStop though, and I think we should both wait a little bit because he said there have been tons of returns because the system just breaks. Oh really? Like a lot of software breaking issues and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I was gonna wait like six months anyway. Yeah, I always wait. I never buy off the line. I bought the PSP when it first released. <laughs> when it first released, phrasing, <laughs> um, and that worked out fine. But yeah. I've also bought the Xbox when it first came out. That didn't work all that great. Yeah, I know, right? So uh, speaking of uh, not that good out the gate, Google Play, really. You mean the Android Marketplace that's now called Google Play? Because it's the same exact thing. I know. They, they, didn't they, they did this press release like saying, oh, yeah, we're going to consolidate everything and you know, it's going to be easier for us. I, I, I looked at it and when my phone got the update, I went into it and I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe they did some stuff in the background, but it looks exactly the same. Yeah. When I went to search menus and all that, it was all the same thing. Just the icon is different. Fail. I know. This is a complete fail sauce. It's a pretty icon. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes me think that I'm like, going, where's the, where did that music act pump from? Oh, wait. No, that's the marketplace. Yeah. And uh, one thing I wanted to bring up was I started a new blog. 
I'm sure people will probably shameless plug. Of course. Um, I did this new blog. It's called when did this happen to me dot wordpress.com. And the reason I ch- chose when did this happen to me? Cause I originally was going to go, when did this happen? Was it was already taken. So to me seemed like a good little add on and nobody had it. So basically for me, it's, it's just a blog. I, I, I did it this way because I needed some structure and I decided to start asking a question in the title and thus answering the question. Like the first sentence will always be addressing the question. Because you're such a genius that even questions you have, you answer. Yes, I answer for nice. myself because I, I decided to <laughs> – you know, because well, I always see blogs and I always see people asking a question and basically are bitching about it, you know, but they, they – it's like they're on this quest for answer. They don't address question. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't address it. So I thought I go, you know what? I, I have a really twisted, you know, view of the world. So I figured this is a, probably a good, as good a time as any to, to answer some of these things. So – you know, uh, any of you guys that follow the the Lazy Geeks podcast, uh, Lazy Geeks podcast, and the website, uh, LazyGeeks.com, go ahead and uh, and and check out my blog. It's not going to be as in dense. I I do like the face palm that I use for the uh, banner shot, though. I, I, when did when did this happen to me? Dot WordPress. Dot com. Ding. <laughs> that was like a bing noise. Like yeah. if you bing it. All right, so I guess it's time to get into some news. Since oh, we... we're still doing that? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we were done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect 3 is a massive game release, meaning most people are excited about it. Xbox 360 players that utilize the saves in the cloud feature may have something to worry about. EA is, quote, aware of an issue, <laughs> end quote, um, that prevents Mass Effect 2 save files from transferring to Mass Effect 3 from the cloud. Just like Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3 has a feature where you can import your previous save file from Mass Effect 2 and use the same character as before. EA has made no mention to plans of fixing this problem, either, Jesus, either but offers a workaround. This is where it gets complicated. If you are on the Xbox 360 where the first create... It's really complicated. If you are on the Xbox 360 where the Mass Effect 2 save file was first He wrote created, this article, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> then all you have to do is download your save from the cloud server onto the Xbox. After the save is on your system the old-fashioned way, Mass Effect 3 will be able to use it without problems. Now, if you happen to not be on the console that created the save the save file from Mass Effect 2, you're going to have a problem. Microsoft doesn't allow you to download cloud saves to any console other than where it was created originally. You'll have to download it to the original console, then transfer the save to your new Xbox 360 <sighs> via memory card or USB stick. If you don't have access to your original console, then you're going to have to spend some time at the character customization screen again. And this is probably common since the original 360s around the time that Mass Effect 2 was out were breaking <laughs> like they were made out of fucking porcelain. So everybody was getting new systems because when you sent your system in to f- get fixed, everyone was like, oh, it doesn't take that long to come back. That's because they just gave you a different one. Yeah. And you just had the same hard drive. Um, so, yeah, that, that's – I mean well, it's, it's not going to ruin Mass Effect 3, but it's just yet another – Yet another error in yeah. our new releases. <laughs> Actually, that makes sense because I was listening to uh, the CADcast, and um, uh, Cheapy was saying that he was having problems with – because he wanted to transfer his uh, Mass Effect 1 save file, and it, yeah. it, it just kept giving him an error. This, this is – that's what happened. <laughs> 
And I don't I don't save anything to the cloud, honestly, because I don't really I don't trust I don't, the cloud. Still, I don't trust the cloud. I don't trust Microsoft's cloud. Um, <laughs> I think even if I did, I would want it to be backed up on the system too. Because the only reason I would use the cloud is to back it up yeah, in just, case the system broke. But then if the system breaks, it doesn't fucking matter because I can't fucking download them back to the Xbox. Yeah, that's true. It would be like a backup for the backup. Yeah, backup <laughs> for the smack up. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, ever since uh, many of the new phones coming from Verizon and other mobile providers have been releasing Google's new Android operating system, Ice Cream Sandwich, mm-hmm. people were wondering if and when they would see the release of that operating system on existing phones. Well, Verizon has offered a list that will be the first of the first phones that will get the new OS, but of course, you don't know when. So you, if you have any of the following phones, be excited. You're going to get it. Just don't don't think, oh, I'll get it in two weeks. No, you don't know that. No. Uh, for HTC, you're going to get HTC Thunderbolt. Droid Incredible 2, uh, HTC Rhyme, and the HTC Resound. In Motorola, you got Motorola Zoom, Bionic, the Droid Bionic, the Droid Razor, the Droid Razor Max, Droid 4, the Droid XY Board 8.2 and 10.1. In Samsung, the Samsung Galaxy Tab, which I still want, uh, the 10.1 and the 7.7, and the LG Spectrum. Uh, it's not a surprise that these devices will get the the rollout since each of the manufacturers rolled out and their prospective phones, and Verizon isn't technically in charge of that one. It could take a while given that I only got the gingerbread update around the middle of last year when they were already releasing Ice Cream Sandwich to developers. <laughs> if your phone isn't on that list, don't be too upset because you'll be most likely to, um, when you'll get the upgrade phone, you'll most likely get the upgraded OS. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. As we've stated in previous podcasts, Google is a non-issue at this point. <laughs> so, whatever. Everybody's always doing shit all screwed up nowadays. Yeah. Uh, except for Valve Software. Oh. The developer of the Half-Life Portal, Half-Life series and Portal series. Haha, <laughs> segue like a motherfucker. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, they have received three Game Developers Choice Awards for 2000, the 2011 hit Portal 2. Valve received more awards than any other developer on um, last Wednesday night, winning in the Best Narrative, Best Audio, and Best Game Design categories. Quote, During most of the development of Portal 2, I thought I was going to die, said Valve writer Eric Wolpaw in his acceptance speech. So just not being dead was the only award that I thought I was going to get. It doesn't really say anything well. Like, that's a phrasing issue right there. Like, phrasing. it almost sounds like Valve sucks. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. The coveted Game of the Year award was given to Bethesda for their open-world RPG, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Quote, we never imagined the reception the game would get. Yeah, right. Or the reception <laughs> that it has had. This has been an amazing ride for us, not just for this game, but for the last 25 plus years at Bethesda, said studio director Todd Howard. So here, here's who won what. Let's go through this quickly. Uh, best audio was well, Portal 2. Um, best debut was uh, Bastion from Supergiant Games. Best narrative, Portal 2. Best visual art was Uncharted 3, Naughty Dog. That was deserved. Yeah. Um, best downloadable game was Bastion again, Supergiant Games. Um, best game design, Portal 2. Best technology, Battlefield 3 from DICE. 
Uh, best mobile handheld game was Sword and Sorcery from Super Brothers and Cappy. Okay. Um, Innovation Award was given to Johan Sebastian Joust. Huh? Almost. Um, <laughs> from Die Gute Fabric. International. Just keeping it right. Uh, 2012 Pioneer Award went to Dave Thurrier, creator of Missile Command, Tempest, and iRobot. Nice. <laughs> um, Game of the Year went to Elder Scrolls, and Lifetime Achievement Award went to Warren's, Warren Spector. Ah, moving on. <laughs> uh, after taking down Mega Upload earlier this year, it seems that Hollywood is determined to take down anyone that it feels it needs to. In a court filing this week in the Southern District of Florida, film studios are asking for a sum- summonary judgment uh, against Hotfile because they claim that their business model is similar to that of Mega Upload. Quote, Hotfile's business model is indistinguishable from that of the website Mega Upload, which recently was indicted criminally for engaging in the very same conduct as Hotfile. Plaintiffs Disney, 20th Century Fox, Universal, Columbia, and Warner Brothers argued in a court filing Monday. Defendants even admit they formed Hotfile to compete with Mega Upload. The studios even claim that Hotfile isn't eligible for the Digital Millennium Copyright Act safe harbor provision as they have failed to terminate repeat offenders for copyright violations. The studios claim that the numerous infringement notices sent to Hotfile showed staggering numbers of repeat if, um, infringers. Hotfile owner Anton Tip- Titov he, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> uh, has a, a direct financial stake in uh, Hotfile's extensive infringing activities, and he took act- he, which he took active steps to enable the court filing. States Hotfile has argued that they are eligible for the DMCA provision since they, um, since they have signed up for the DMCA agent and inform users that they are using copyrighted material during the three years of business. They have provided a report abuse form to content owners and sent the DMCA takedown notices and that the takedown and takedown links in response. Hotfile has sued Warner Brothers for violating the DMCA as repeatedly demanding re- removal of content that the studio does not own. Uh, Titvo uh, or Titolf uh, is denying that he is responsible for the activity um, the site's activities as he does not handle day-to-day operations of the site. He is only involved in the technical aspect and the company has takedown repeat offenders. Uh, however, this plays out um, However, this plays out the momentum gained by taking down Mega Upload. It seems that Hollywood is going to use that to keep shutting these sites down until someone stops them, if anyone will. Yeah, he's like, he's like it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. I don't handle that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, that that's that dude's problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that that defense works out in court. <laughs> so I have some excellent news. It's my last story I'd like to share. Um, the long-standing partnership between Marvel and Sega has come to an end. Aww. I'm sure none of you, none of you are surprised or upset by <laughs> by this news. Um, there, now this is a quote. There, there are no current plans for additional Marvel games to be published by Sega, said VP of Game Production TQ Jefferson. TQ Jefferson, that's a badass name, to the Hollywood Reporter. He also assures us that games are an important part of Marvel's overall business. And to expect more in the future, just not by Sega. Um, this is the best news I've heard all year. Sega has made so many terrible games for Marvel that it's high time someone else took over and made something on par with the latest Batman games, for example. Um, the S- Sega has tanked so many games. <laughs> I know. Uh, Iron Man. 
horrible. Yes. Um, Thor was horrible. Uh, I heard Captain America was horrible. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Hey, what was the guy's name? TQ Jefferson. TQ Jefferson. That's almost – that's on same par of like a pimp named Slickback. Like you have to say (laughs) TQ Jefferson. You can't say TQ. You no. have to say TQ Jefferson. TQ Jefferson. Who like told a you tribe to... called Quest? <laughs> That's right. You can't say tribe or anything. You can say a tribe <laughs> called, called Quest. Quest. <laughs> uh, I'm glad, though. They Sega needed to get rid of – they needed to stop doing that. <laughs> I think I think with – it was the same situation for Marvel as they had with movies, is they had to wait for their partnership to end. Yeah. And then they – finally could do something right so i'm, I'm hoping that um, rockstar nice yes. i'm hoping some good games come out yeah me too uh something can be said for sony trying to keep the lid on some things while they're dealing with the biggest ego and technological blow of their entire existence in the early days of 2011 sony suffered a breach when hackers got into the P- P- playstation network and took it down for about a month it seems that they were keeping their lips quiet about something else too a few works a few weeks after the initial hack of PSN, it seems that they were hit again, but in their music division, according to the BBC. Sony confirmed that some unreleased Michael Jackson tracks had been taken in the hack. Sony has confirmed uh, j- hasn't confirmed just how many were taken, but you remember that Sony paid $250 million for those unreleased tracks, which Sony has yet to recover. Quote, everything um, Sony purchased from the Michael Jackson estate was compromised, a source told the Sunday Times. Sony claimed that the hack involved a degree of sophistication, and that is always said when someone hacks them in an area that they weren't prepared for. (laughs) They they claim to have um, dropped in a fix since. Even though we are coming up on a year since the hack, it seems odd that no one has stated has um, started releasing some of those tracks, which the BBC claims had collaborations with like Freddie Mercury and Will I Am, but no one truly knows for sure. I, I can see why Sony kept this one quiet because in light of the PSN hack, questions would have been arisen would have arisen about the security of Sony overall instead of solely focusing on the gaming division. Uh, waiting this long to admit the hack is a public relations move, Most pe- mostly because people would have forgotten about the hack, and they've already formed their opinions about Sony, although this could open up the door to other musicians that may have had their material compromised by the hack. I'm sure this won't be the last we hear of this one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Dude, like, oh, they paid so much money for the Michael Jackson stuff, and then they got it hacked. Oh, that sucks. Keep a lid on your shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, really quickly, I think we should just jump into the uh, new releases. <coughs> I think we should too. If you if you're gonna, are you gonna live? Are you gonna survive this these, one? These allergies are killing me. I'm I'm gonna be real because the last two podcasts I've been coughing. I finally got some allergy medicine. And I've been sucking it like crack. <laughs> yeah, you have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what what came out in Netflix, asshole? <laughs> Uh, well, on Netflix, we've got The Boxer, Affliction, Back to School, and No Strings Attached. No uh, Strings Attached, which was a, uh, the not Natalie, all that great. Yeah, Natalie Portman and uh, Ashton Kutcher. Which Nat- still Natalie, me. Portman, Natalie Portman looked good in that movie, though. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. It still amazes me that he gets movie roles. Oh, and yeah. In any case, what came out, came out in games? In games this week. Um, Journey from PSN, not to be... Confused with the epic band. Um, <laughs> Just had a journey moment right there. 
I know. <laughs> I love that commercial. So I'm I'm gonna say this wrong, and a lot of it's because I don't give a shit. Um, Naruto hashtag America. That's right. Naruto um Shippuden, uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Generations. I can say that. Um, for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, Silent Hill Downpour for the Xbox 360 and the PS3, Mario Party 9 coming out for the Woo! Wii. Um, Warp is coming out on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Ridge Racer for the Vita. F- it's kind of or FIFA Street for the PS3. I just downloaded the demo for Xbox. I haven't played that yet, but you know, might have to. I'm gonna do reviews on demos. How lame is that? That's <laughs> still the kinda... poor gamers' reviews, you know. <laughs> um, Yakuza Dead Souls for the PS3. All Zombies Must Die for the PS3, PC, and Xbox 360. Reality Fighters for Vita and Defenders of Ard. Ardania for Xbox 360 and the PC. All right, coming to theaters this week, we've got 21 Jump Street with Channing Tatum and uh and uh what's his name? Uh, Jonah Hill. Uh, super the super bad guy. Yeah. Casa de si de mi padre, which I think means my father's house. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or father of. House, of my, House of my father. It's a limited release. And also Jeff Who Lives at Home, which stars Jason Siegel and Ed Helms. So that actually looks like a pretty uh, pretty good movie. You know what movie I'm most excited about on that list is Casa de Demi Padre. Because <laughs> it's, mo- it's Will Ferrell. Dude, it's Will Ferrell, and the whole trailer is in Spanish. Oh. Like, it's a novella. It, it looks amazing <laughs> does it have the same like organ music in there where it's like it does it's completely the same oh shit. it has the same tone <laughs> the the over the overacting like the whole thing is perfect i'll have to check out the trailer i know <laughs> what uh, on DVDs? in dvds this week we have the adventures of Tintin, uh happy feet 2 <laughs> it's happy feet f-e-e-t not f-e-a-t <laughs> It's a feat. It's a feat in itself that there's a second movie to that thing because it doesn't make any sense. That's, that's why true. I put it. <laughs> and why uh, don't you shut your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> the ki- uh, the killing season one. Uh, my week with Marilyn, which I still need to see. Uh, Neverland, the Three Musketeers, uh, the reboot one. A uh, lot of Doctor Who, uh, old classic Doctor Who DVDs. Uh, Robots of Death, The Face of Evil, The Three Doctors, and Tomb of the Cybermen. Uh, um, and the American Pie movies have been re-released on uh, Blu-ray. American Pie, American Pie those 2. Are always, those are always fun to watch. Yeah, and American Wedding, uh, which I actually oh, liked American Wedding. And the three, the three Musketeers, which you casually skipped. Again. Did you? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. It was on there twice. <laughs> on there twice, yeah. <laughs> um, and never – did you say Neverland? Neverland uh, comes it out. Um, by the way, My Week with Marilyn, um, easy – Easy um, porn spoof, my week in Maryland. Just just want to put that out there. <laughs> Keeping or, it easy. Or, or travel, my week in Maryland. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple ways. It could, be, to... it, could, it could be a dramatic piece. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. What's Moving going on? on to comics. Um, DC. So if I don't say the number, it's issue seven. Batgirl, Batman and Robin, Batman Year One Deluxe Edition hardcover. Buy that. If you haven't read it, you're an asshole. Um <laughs> Batwoman, Deathstroke, Demon Knights, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, Green Lantern, Grifter, Legion Lost, Mr. Terrific, My Greatest Adventures 6 of 6, The Ray 4 of 4. The Ray is awesome, by the way, if you haven't read it. Um, Resurrection Man, The Shade, 6 of 12, Suicide Squad. Boom. All right. Uh, in Marvel this week, we've got Avengers 24, Avengers Assemble number 1, Avengers uh, 
Heroic Age hardcover, Battle Scars 5 of 6, Captain America 9, Carnage USA number 4 of 5, Draken Dark Wolverine number 2, Fantastic Four 604, Incredible Hulk 6. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it, is it Draken or is it Dakin? Dakin. Oh, I guess it's, yeah, Dakin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a feat in itself, you motherfucker? <laughs> uh, anyways. Journey don't, into, don't pull the race card out, dude. <laughs> Journey into Mystery 635. Journey into Mystery Fear Itself Fallout hardcover. Um, Marvel First, the 1970s, Volume 2, trade paperback. Uh, Marvel Masterworks, The Mighty Thor, Volume 11 hardcover. Powers 9, Punisher 9, Scarlet Spider number 3. Uh, Superheroes 24, that's the Marvel Adventures, the the kid one, the, this is their final issue. That's kind of sad. My son liked that one. Yeah, well, they're kind of sad to see it go. It's sad to see it go, but they're redoing it, and it's going to be the Avengers. So oh, okay, well, that's that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ultimate Comics Avengers versus New Ultimates Death of Spider-Man trade paperback. Uh, also Ultimate Comics X-Men number nine, Wolverine and the X-Men number seven, X-23 20 issue 21, the final issue, uh, X-Men Legacies. Uh, 263 and X-Men Season 1 hardcover premiere edition. This is the this is the uh, the retelling of X-Men Origins. Yes. So uh, definitely be checking that out because you know I will. In other um, but equally as important yeah. uh, publishers Adventure Time 1 this is actually the third printing. Jesus. I know. <laughs> um, also Adventure Time 2 the first printing. Um, those are Yeah. Those are both, <laughs> for, both from Boom. Um, Exile Planet of the Apes. I'm gonna have of to get Apes. that one. Yeah, one of four from Boom. Um, Conan the Barbarian two from Dark Horse. Game of Thrones Volume One hardcover. The comic is sick. Like if you like Game of Thrones, pick this up. That's from huh. Dynamite. Um, Doctor Who number fifteen, which I didn't put. Didn't IDW, IDW does it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye three IDW and Sonic Genesis hardcover from Archie Comics. Um, the Sonic comic's pretty cool. It's it's kitty, but it's cool. But the the Genesis hardcover is pretty sick, so pick it up. In collectibles, a couple Game of Thrones thing coming out. Uh, Game of Thrones character magnet set, a coaster set with the nice. house sigils on them, nice. um, and and coffee mugs, which that's just fun. And I spelled coffee wrong. I don't care. <laughs> um, women. Oh, and also women of DCU series four Arissa bust. Um, and I even put this. She's Green Lantern of Space Sector twenty eight fifteen. I noticed a different font on that one. I was like, oh. Yeah, because that's a copy and paste. Because right? <laughs> I didn't know who she was. I was like, who the hell's that? And then I was like, oh, okay. I still really don't know who she is, but I know she's a Green Lantern now. <sighs> so Wikipedia, that bitch. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So uh... <laughs> anytime that, you can work that into dude, a conversation. That works in like everything. I said that to my mother. My mother was telling me how she, she, um, cause she has to meet numbers in her job, you know, like in any office job. And she says, yeah, I met my numbers. It's like, who And she said, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, I was trying to, um, move my, uh, my dvd rack because i rearranged my bedroom and i was trying to move my dvd rack and then when i finally moved it i was like oh, okay that's it <laughs> that's all you gotta do yeah it helps I, too like, another, another thing just like that as i tell people when they're trying to lift something extremely heavy you'll get you'll do it easier if you hum 
the Superman theme. <laughs> and and people always say that's so stupid, and then they try it, and they go, you know what? That was a lot easier. I'm it like, does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where you start to move, so you're like, da, 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 da. you know, it's over your head, da, da, da. <laughs> and then your back breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I tried lifting a bus with that. Didn't work, and you know those people on the bus were actually pretty pissed off that I was holding up the bus that long. It's like I tried lifting a bus with that, and all I was able to do was tip it over. <laughs> so, um, our main topic this week is is all about Apple. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that it's not the Apple three or the Apple HD like everybody was talking about. It's just the new iPad, which I think is good because. They do the same thing Sony does, is they just add numbers to it. Yeah. And it makes logical sense, but it's not exciting at all. Well, you know, you're... Oh, go ahead. No, I just that's it. This is not exciting. <laughs> well, the, like for me, I was looking at it like there's a lot of there is a lot of cool things with the iPad. Uh, no! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cool things with the iPad. But the things that I found that was most interesting was the fact that it very much seemed like there the the iPad version of the iPhone 4S, like it's new, like we have some new stuff, but it's not revolutionary to go to, to be labeled an iPad 3. Yeah, and and I was I was pretty disappointed that Siri wasn't going to come in. Yeah. Um, I thought that that would have been a great addition to to the iPad. Yeah. Although but, I mean the their the new processor the um, A5X. I mean that that seems kind of cool. I mean it's not the the A6 that everybody was talking about, but it it it's still um, it's beefed up, but it's got a quad core graphics processor. Yeah, and, and that's which is pretty cool. amazing. Yeah. And and I do I do like that the prices have stayed the same, even though it's beefier, um, starting at 4.99, and um, and the Wi-Fi and 4G models start at 6.29, which are the same as the iPad 2. And I, and I was happy that they because they could have easily up that yeah you know and no one would have cared because <laughs> yeah. they would have expected it so it yeah. was nice to see that i mean it, it was interesting like when i heard 4g i was like really i actually i actually was on the belief that i we wouldn't see the 4g until the next one but you know and I, this pretty much this pretty much seals the deal that um the next iphone's iPhone. gonna have 4g oh absolutely I mean, which we are we all pretty much knew anyway but this i mean if they don't release a 4g iphone people are gonna fucking shit shit a brick <laughs> i was still a little disappointed that it was only a five megapixel camera on the back yeah i mean that's that's okay for a phone but there are phones out there with eight um yeah. well, what's your phone your phone's an eight right yeah i think my phone is uh is an eight megapixel yeah it's an eight megapixel because my camera's 12 and um and one and and I think the the I don't remember the name of it, but the the best Windows phone you can get I think is a ten. It's sixteen actually now. Sixteen, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know. Yeah, that was on. that Titan two. The Titan two has a sixteen yeah. the sixteen megapixel, which I was like really. And Apple's only doing a five on an iPad. And I mean, which which is I mean, in their defense, it is standard. Yeah. But I mean, the the entire purpose of Apple is to not be standard. Right. You know, so I was I was a little surprised that it was only five yeah. megapixels. The, although the the cool thing is is they they have up everything to HD, like the 1080p video um, quality now. Uh, and uh, I, I I I mean I wasn't expecting any of this, but you know I listed it when I put in all the new stuff for the iPad was obviously no flash because we know flash, um, Adobe isn't doing flash right. anymore. Uh, micro SD, no micro SD expansion. Um, I was a little disappointed that there's still no 
dedicated output port. Yeah, know. but there's a reason for that that we're going to get into next. Yeah, um, and then uh, there was uh, the charging connection that everybody was saying that they're they're going to go to a new one because of the fact that you know with all the crap that's going into these phones, there's a lot less room in there. And, and they, they need they need to go to micro SD like everybody else. They're not going to because everybody. I else know, does but that. it's just so stupid, you know. And and the no flash thing, I'm not upset with Apple anymore about that because it's an Adobe issue. So yeah. when I hear that an Apple device doesn't have flash, I don't fault Apple for it anymore yeah. because it's not their fault. You know, it's 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 Adobe's fault. And the good thing about Apple is that Adobe's you know dropping the ball. Yeah. But Apple is fully embracing the next step, yeah, which, which now HTML5. it all makes sense. Exactly. Right. Now it all makes sense because before we were like, fuck HTML5. Everybody's using Adobe. Why are you doing that now? Because Apple already knew that shit before we did. Yeah. You know, so that makes more sense now. So I have to say sorry for Apple. <laughs> no flash jokes. Um, yeah, although still, they're still it, funny. They're, they're still, still, yeah, they're still pretty the, funny. The micro SD expansion slot was a surprise. Um, I think that, um, Every every mobile device should have micro SD, and there, yeah. and and there's still some phones like some Windows phones that don't have micro SD, and and I just think it's silly. Well, I, I, I didn't I wasn't totally surprised with that because I was I knew that if the iPhone 4s did not have one, they wouldn't have one, and I yeah. think that it, it like you were saying with um uh, uh what you said with the iPad, I'm trying to remember what the fuck you just said, but anyway, uh, I said. I said fail i don't know i don't know <laughs> no with uh the the thing that i was looking at was um the fact that if if we see a micro uh, micro sd card in a iphone then we know the ipad will get it which yeah. which does kind of suck because you know the nook and the kindle fire both have that you know and and that i think strikes me as a, as a benefit to them versus um Versus iPad because of the fact that, you know, a lot of times if the thing goes, you know, at least we have some of this shit saved to a um, to something that we can pull back on. Exactly. But again, too, you also have uh, iTunes that you have to sync it with. So, yeah, in essence. But, you know, when something crashes and you have to it's just a pain in the ass to do it. And but, um, to, to there's pretty much not much to say about the iPad anymore. I do want to hit the prices again real quick on that. Oh um, yeah, because I didn't I didn't say all of them. Yeah. Um, for the um, 16 gigabyte Wi-Fi only starts at 4.99, and the Wi-Fi and 4G models start at 6.29. However, if you're holding out, you can get a 16 gigabyte iPad 2 model with Wi-Fi only for 3.99. It's only 200 um, over the Amazon Kindle Fire. The 32 gigabyte Wi-Fi is 5.99, and the 64 Gigabyte is six ninety nine for four G service. It's uh, seven twenty nine and eight twenty nine respectively. Right, and um, the only thing I want to add is pretty much agree with um, Steve's article here that if you have an iPad two, there's really no reason to upgrade. Yeah. If you don't have an iPad, then this would be a great time to buy one. Yeah. Um, but if if you're if you're if you already have an iPad two, I would wait until the next one comes out. Yeah. Which which is what I said about the the um. The 4GS or whatever phone yeah, for the, the iPhone. S, yeah, because yeah, I, I agreed with that too because like I said in the article, it really comes down to like a smartphone with 3G or 4G. You know, 4G is cool and all that stuff, but again, is it really that necessary to have right now? And who who is handles the service for the iPad? Uh, it's whoever – I mean now it's um, Verizon. It, oh, yeah. It's everybody now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's different because I forgot – 
I remember the iPhone, but I forgot the iPad was everywhere too. I had updated the article on <coughs> which. <No>. Uh, <laughs> I had updated the article online to talk about the battery life. Battery life is still the same. I wasn't expecting um, that. Yeah, I wasn't. And, and that's another thing that's not their fault. Battery technology hasn't progressed in freaking decades. I mean, <laughs> the only one that's um, that's trying the new one is the is the Droid Razor Max. Which is which has gotten a lot of positive buzz for expanding battery life. So yeah, but it's got a lot of negative buzz because you can't take the battery out. That's true. So if the razor freezes like the old one did, <laughs> you're pretty much screwed until your battery dies. <laughs> I know, right? Yet, yet again, on the flip side, PS Vita has the same problem. You yes. can't take the battery out of the Vita either. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, <laughs> HD is uh, finally Apple's embracing HD. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Uh, well, Apple TV is getting uh, 1080p now, and the redesigned user interface. Uh, yeah, Apple TV has gotten a hell of a lot sexier. Yeah. It, it's it's and they and I'm surprised they're still hanging on to this thing, you know, <laughs> because cause nobody buys it. Um, but I'm I'm digging it. I'm di- I'm digging the HD. I'm digging um, the price point. What was it like 90 bucks or something? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's not that much. And then also. More integration with iCloud, of course. More that, that I liked. That I yeah. liked that you can actually start saving this shit to the cloud. And if you buy something on iTunes, you can um, use the cloud and you can download it onto that, which Big, I thought was really cool. Biggest feature that I thought was great about Apple TV um, is the ability to stream your screen from your iPad directly to Apple TV over your network. And, and that for gaming alone. Is um is awesome. I mean, if you're playing an iPad game, and and the new iPads have these advanced um, graphic processors. If you're if you're playing a game, you can beam that right to your 50 inch hanging on the wall, and <laughs> or your little 20 inch. It depends on your economic situation. Um, but if you have an Apple TV, you probably have a 50 inch because people who buy Apple products have lots of money. Yeah, lots of money to blow out. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem too. Why? Apple isn't excelling as much in like Apple TV or anything like that because of the fact that I mean they're now doing they're now doing the actual Apple TVs, you know, televisions and uh, we'll see how that goes because you know those are going to be expensive. Um, but I, I really liked that whole bit. I also liked the fact that um, Apple has decided to become a little more friendly with uh, Netflix. Like uh, yeah, that they, that was good. Yeah, that they've decided to. Oh, you want to sign up for Netflix? Okay, you can do it within iTunes now. Because I remember I was talking to somebody about Netflix and um and Apple, and they were like, "Well, they're competitors because iTunes and and stuff like that." I'm like, on on that assumption, then Microsoft is a competitor too, mm-hmm. and they fully embrace Netflix with yeah. the Xbox 360, as well as the PlayStation, which, on the same note, Sony would be a competitor as well with the PSN. I don't really see them as competitors. I find I don't I, I don't see them as competitors because Netflix isn't selling anything. That's true too, because they offer almost the same thing, but in a completely different format. Right. You know, because Netflix is – because I, I actually went to my mom's house today and set up her Netflix streaming on, on her Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like – and she didn't know because she signed up for it on a promotion or something. And it's just streaming for seven ninety nine. And she's like, so how much is it to watch a movie? I'm like, what are you talking about? 
And she's like, like a movie. I want to watch a movie. How much is it to rent it? And I'm like, it's free. My seven ninety nine a month, and yeah. you get unlimited. And she goes, really? Like her eyes just <laughs> fucking lit up. You know, so like you told her, she looked forty years younger. You know, it's like you look like the way you did when you were like fifteen years old. <gasps> really? Forty years younger than she would be eight. <laughs> but uh, hey, when you, know, you get mom, a certain age, you know, people. My want... mom keeps it fresh. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah you know and but that's always the thing like some people have said that about like yeah like microsoft or apple and it's and i've always been like no because they're not selling movies they're not in the business of selling movies yeah that is an excellent point and uh but now you can actually sign up with netflix and this is one of the cool things that i thought was that that i liked was the fact that you can go in into your itunes and you can sign up for netflix and not have to do that bullshit maneuver of going then to netflix Mm-hmm. And having to do it, and if they can just do that with gaming consoles and 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 other t- and other sets, this would be amazing, you know. And, per- and personally, um, you know, I, I've given Apple a lot of flack in the past, and I've Are we also, yeah, and and I've also always said that if they changed, I would be okay. And I see them going in the right direction for for yeah. me personally, with with not only these changes, but a lot and a lot of. Different things are opening up, different things and stuff like that, and and I still wouldn't get it, only because I feel they're overpriced. But um, nothing's overpriced when you have the money. Yeah. So you know that's there's that. Well, the same, <laughs> well, I I look at like the the PlayStation Vita is in the same realm of any real Apple product because of the fact that the PlayStation Vita is not an essential. And and to be honest, oh, wait, the wait a minute, the, 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 let's see. this is open for debate because <laughs> no, like like the like. Even the PS3 would probably be considered not non-essential, but I mean, in in the scheme of things, to me, the P, the PlayStation Vita is not something that I need to have right now. You know, yeah. it, it's one of those that if you have the extra money to do this, then you can go ahead and do it. But it's not one of those that like you personally need right now to do, to have. Um, it's the same thing like with me and a tablet. I don't need a tablet. I have a PC. I have a laptop. I have a smartphone. I, nobody needs the tablet. Yeah. Nobody. No, you know what? The only people that might need it are people that work in offices and go to meetings and shit because yeah. everyone's using them for that now. Well, I thought about that, and I thought, yeah. We've it, seen the commercial yeah. with the guy with the paper and pen. He's <laughs> like, Urgh. I mean, well, you know, I've seen that, and, and yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know, with that. But I was also telling uh, Old Man Dude the other day, if you travel a lot, a tablet would be good for you. Yes. If you have to spend a lot of time in an airport or in, in it uh, or on a plane, a tablet is a lot lighter and you can do almost the same functionality. I mean, you can't go to the internet, so that is neither here nor there. But you download movies to it, you can read your books, you can have everything on one tablet, which is about probably a, f- a third of the weight of a laptop. Yeah. You know, and and or especially like if you're taking. Like a Greyhound bus or something. <laughs> I mean, in the in the three cubic centimeters that you have to move, right. um, a tablet would be a lot more beneficial than a laptop. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you from experience. <laughs> and some people may be going, well, why aren't you guys just talking strictly about the iPad? Because the iPad was cool, but I thought there was a lot of other stuff that was just as cool. You know, and that's yeah. why we went into the whole HD interface. And and the last thing I want to get into is the i the iOS 5.1 update. Because there was some, a lot of cool stuff in there, like the Japanese Siri. Yeah. I mean, I was like, what the fuck? That's just awesome. That is. I mean, because now they're, they're saying that it's four languages that Siri can speak. 
Japanese, English, French, and German. This this basically means Siri smarter than pretty much everyone listening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just I looked at that and I was like, going, wow, they can Japanese com- uh, conversation of Japanese, uh, photo stream that af- um, uh, people complain that uh, once you uploaded a a, a feature um uploaded a picture on there, you couldn't delete it, but um. 5.1 now gives you the option to delete it once you store it into the iCloud. So now you can remove 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 it. Um, uh, there's a camera shortcut for the. Um, now apparently there was an issue um, with iOS 5 that added a nifty lock screen, but it didn't allow people to have the icon for camera when you first unlocked it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the face detection I thought was kind of interesting because the camera app will now highlight all faces that it detects when you're trying to get a sharp image. Which isn't a new technology, but it's nice to have it on a damn phone. Yeah. Uh, they got a camera app for the iPad, improved audio for those of you that were noticing uh, little bugs that there was a drop-off in uh, – there, well, there, not, actually, that's – that's another one. But um, they give you improved audio for high definition for iPad users. This doesn't coincide with the... Yeah, and jam your tunes. Yeah. Um, more genius stuff. Now iTunes match subscribers can get... Uh, will get Genius Mix and the Genius uh, Playlist um, suggestions if that matters to you. Uh, iPad people are going to now have podcast control. So you can... Uh, you can do playback speed of the podcast, rewind 30 second segments, all that cool stuff. Um... Apparently now, uh, one major update in there was uh, uh, AT&T's new network indicator. Uh, for one reason or another, for um, for for S customers or for the AT&T customers, we'll notice a small 4G icon. No, that does not mean your iPhone 4S is now 4G. It's just telling you that you're in a 4G area. Yeah, which seems a bit lame, which to me just kind of sig- signifies it was something that was done for the iPad. So they had to throw it in for the. IPad. No, what it signifies is, is it's a cock tease. Yeah. And in, 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 I'm going to use a technical I'm going to use a scientific term. Oh, yeah. Cock tease. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like you're in a 4G network, but you can't use it. Like assholes. I know. I was like, really, dude? Come on. I mean, but I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying, that it, it was on the. um. It doesn't make any sense to make two versions of it. Yeah. You know, for the iPad and the iPhone. So. Yeah. Um, and then of course the bug fixes. They finally have a, a fix in there that's going to affect the battery life. Some people are saying it works. Some people it doesn't. But the ones that are saying that it doesn't work are probably the ones that use their phone for everything. See, that's uh, the thing is a lot of people that my I've had a few smartphones. Every single one will last about a day. I'll ha- it won't die on me, but I'll have to um charge it when i get home so i charge it every night that's not a problem for me but the only people that i ever see complaining are ones while they're complaining to me they're playing angry birds <laughs> you know I, I mean for me if i'm using like if i'm heavy on facebook or i'm getting um a lot of text messages or um kick messages or even messages from uh the facebook messenger app uh, my battery will drain faster if I'm uh, if I go somewhere like well when we go to an event like when I went to um, Gallifrey one or Comic Con I had two batteries because one was going to not make it all the way through 
Yeah. Uh, but it just depends on how what you're doing and how much you're actually using it. Or if you're out and about and you're using the GPS, using yeah. maps, you're you using know, or G- you're using your Wi-Fi in the house. And or- to be honest, if you if you're really using that much, put a damn charger in your car. Yeah. Or buy one of the extended batteries. Yeah. Well, if you're using an iPhone, you can't do that. I'm um, telling you right now, battery technology is not the fault of Apple or Microsoft or Android or anybody. It's just the way batteries are right now. Yeah. You know, it's, you just have to deal with it. And also the last update was for those um, – the audio problems that people were having where the audio was dropped on outgoing calls. Like people couldn't hear anything or anything like that. That's yeah, a buddy, a buddy of mine was complaining about that because yeah. he, he got the new iPhone. Yeah, the the new app is supposed the new fix is supposed to fix that one up. So we'll see how that works out. No. <laughs> we'll we'll wait for the fix of that fix. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for. Okay, yeah. See, when we said we were gonna fix it, we didn't really. You didn't buy that shit, did you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but my my official assessment for the iPad, um, currently the only tablets you can really pick from are um, an Android tablet or an iPad. Right. And if I had the money and I wanted to get a tablet, I would get an iPad over over an Android tablet, yeah. um, which is a pretty big deal for me to say. That um, is. I mean, and, if, yeah, any longtime listener is probably clutching their chest right now. Yeah. In the in the the phone area, I I favor the Microsoft phones um, just because I like them for me for my personal use. That phone is perfect. Um, but the iPhone is, is a completely serviceable phone. I no longer laugh at people when they say they want to buy one. Because uh, <laughs> I used to be like, you want to buy a what? <laughs> um, no, you can still laugh at them. But you, you know, well, you, I laugh at people anyway. I mean, somebody could true. tell me they're buying a Microsoft phone and I'll laugh at them. It doesn't, yeah. you know, people um, are just funny to me. For me, in, in this aspect, um, I, I have to agree. I mean, with everything going on with Google and stuff like that, I'm actually leaning towards possibly waiting for the, the true iPhone 5 to come out and possibly upgrading to an iPhone. Um, if I was to go with a tablet, I probably would still go with the, the Galaxy, the Samsung really? Galaxy, because I really liked it when we were playing with it over there at Comic-Con. I, I really had a good experience with it, and then I played with it, too, in the stores. And um, I probably would stick with that because, I don't know, for me, having two Apple products – would just probably be like no, no no first of all if you buy one you just you need to buy them all that's the way it works <laughs> yeah it's like pokemon yeah because i can't get that you know apple i don't want that you know to suddenly okay i have an app ipad and then i'm gonna have to buy a fucking mac and it's just like to be honest though and and you have to admit this with me if we had the money okay and one day we went to the the mac store and and we or Apple, Apple Store, whatever the hell they call it, and the Macintosh Store. Um, and we we bought everything. We bought an Apple TV, the Apple the um Apple uh phones, the tablet, the um the Mac, and we had it all at the house. Everything would work seamless, seamlessly and perfect. Because that's that's pretty much where they are right now. Everything. Like connecting and all that stuff would connect perfectly with each other because you have all the Mac products. But we'd also have to be in the money yeah. <laughs> doing some shit like that. But then we'd you know, have, to, have to hang out at Starbucks or any kind no, of No, I, I, I would still go to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> but you have you have no interest in the um, in the uh, Windows phones at all? Um, 
I I'm I I have some curiosity, but nothing. I mean, the only one that's got me is like that Titan two, but um, I think you should check the the latest the just quickly um the latest um updates to the Windows Phone um OS. I'm really impressed. Um, a couple of features real quick. Uh, I love the Xbox. You get Xbox Live games on there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's sick. Um, complete integration with Office has Office on there as Word, uh, OneNote. And all that shit. And it's just a slick little interface. I mean, but like I said, from my personal opinion, the the Windows Phone is the most superior on the market right now. Right. I guarantee you that the majority of people are not going to agree with me. And the sales show it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be getting the um, the Nokia 710 here pretty soon. I think it's called the 710. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably do a full review, you know, because that's how we do it, you know. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably, like I said, you know, I think probably the closest thing I'm going to, uh, I, I, I mean, from day one, I always wanted an iPhone, but of course when, you know, everybody else came out with their other stuff, I was like, Oh, cool. I can go with that. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think the window, uh, the windows phone has given, has never given me anything to really been, be that excited about. So my curiosity is more of like, well, how long is this going to last? Because we know how Microsoft is. Mm. You know. Well, I don't think they're going to give up on the Windows Phone, but we we need to see. I mean, critics are saying it's great, but I don't know why people aren't buying it quicker. Mm. You know. Yeah. They're probably I mean, all stuck all in the, contracts with the um with the iPhone. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> with all the problems that the Android phones have, <laughs> you would, you would expect people to switch pretty quickly, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're moving right into douchebags. Yeah. So I think now it's a perfect segue into douchebaggery. My, uh, number one, my number three douchebag, which technically would be my number two douchebag. Cause then we have our number one. Uh, I love the picture. <laughs> I, I love the picture that I used on this one. If you guys have seen the article, it's a Jesus facepalm, and the, like the caption underneath reads, "He gave up too, so please stop this foolishness." <laughs> um, anyone that has been a constant reader of our site and listener to our podcast knows that I, Steve, am not a big fan of John Carter. I can't speak for Adam, but we'll probably find out today. Um, in any case, Disney is really trying to push the hype on this film, and it seems that it, they may have missed the ticket sales for last week's number one film. Disney sent a message to thousands of financial analysts and, quote, Wall Street types, unquote, in an attempt to build expectation for the biggest bomb of the year, the $250 million budgeted John Carter. This is according to the deadline, and I actually laughed out loud when I read the subject line. It's from Walt Disney's Pictures. It was dated the 8th, and the subject line says, See the first blockbuster of the year tomorrow. Get tickets today. So obviously they must have been in a time machine because they failed to notice that the Lorax was the first blockbuster of the season last weekend, garnering over $70 million in its opening weekend. Which everyone expected. (laughs) Right. So I think this tells you all you need to know about Disney's expectations for this film. They have resorted to denying everything else even exists oh disney 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 invented movies with john carter yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean they keep you know i mean even the even the the ads on tv keep saying you know 
critics are saying, see the first blockbuster of the year. If they can't even get that shit right, it's like, dude, don't even bother. Don't even try. All right, so. Oh, in my opinion on John Carter, I don't have one because I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, I'm not. I'm not as critical as Steve is with movies. If I haven't seen it, I don't. I don't have an opinion. And I'll see it eventually. Probably not in the theater, but I'll no, see it. Makes the money. <laughs> yeah, I'll see it eventually. But um, it looks. It just looks like an action movie. It's. It's all it looks like to me. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I mean, it, to me, it just seems like a, a worse attempt at um, Green Lantern. With putting all the money into the visual effects because they keep showing all the visuals, which were the same thing with you know um, with uh, Green Lantern and you know the Star Wars prequels, but failed on everything else. But I liked Green Lantern. Yeah, but you don't like the Star Wars prequels. No, I don't. <laughs> so I like I like the last one. Yeah, everybody likes the last. You were the chosen one. <laughs> uh, so my runner-up douchebag. This week is I titled this one. I love the title exit plane due to create one crazy bitch. Um, so an American Airlines flight attendant reportedly had to be subdued by passengers Friday morning after launching into a tirade about the plane crashing reports Dallas Observer. The unidentified woman first told passengers that the plane would not be taken off due to technical problems. But when another flight attendant made an announcement assuring passengers that it was um, that was not the case. The woman persisted. According to a reporter from the Dallas Morning News, the flight attendant came onto the PA system ranting about uh, American Airlines' bankruptcy and then telling them that the plane was going to crash, said the sister of one of the women on the plane. Captain, I'm not responsible for pl- crashing this plane, she is quoted as saying by the Dallas Observer. One passenger told the paper she was screaming bloody murder. The flight um, from Dallas to Chicago was about to take off when it had to be sent back to the gate. A group of male passengers, six um, six by one account, subdued the woman. Authorities met the flight at the gate. After the incident, the crew swapped. Um, the crew was swapped, and the plane was cleared to take off. Wow! I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> just, the whole situation is fucked up. <laughs> well, it's like uh, you know, um, what was it? Somebody said that she was saying that i'm bipolar i'm bipolar if you're bipolar you shouldn't be a fucking stewardess or yeah. flight attendant sorry yeah you know that just you shouldn't be in a confined space <laughs> thousands of miles above the earth <laughs> with other people in charge of other people's lives yeah, yeah. it's like uh I, I i don't know i was just like wow when i first said i was just like i hope they tasered the bitch because somebody yeah. like people were videotaping it, and I was expecting here, don't taser me, bro, don't taser <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, Leroy oh, spe- Jenkins. <laughs> Speaking of douchebags, I'm on the uh, I'm I'm gonna read my third douchebag here, and I see on the top of the site, decision 2012, uh, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, guess who's winning in Kansas with 51 percent of the votes in the Republican primaries. Uh, Santorum, Santorum, yeah. Santorum. Yeah, I heard fifty-one percent. Speaking <sighs> of douchebags, but we we don't want to get into the politics. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I named this one. It's actually a really sad story, but I, I couldn't help myself. They seem to be a foot ahead 
of the cops at this point, right? <laughs> and this is going to make sense. While I read it. Yeah. A thief, a thief in Yelm, Washington, has robbed a man of a possession he relies on, his prosthetic running foot. See, get it? Yeah. Like, they're a foot ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was hilarious when I typed it. Um, Zach Varter's wife, Jen, uh, returned home on Wednesday afternoon after Bible study and noticed she couldn't find her computer, according to police reports. Kind of dawned on me someone had been in the house, she said. In the small community located 20 miles outside Olympia, Washington, Jen says they never lock their doors. Well, there's your first fucking problem. Um, <laughs> and all the thieves had taken the family's computer, a gun, and a camera. So they have a gun in the house, and they don't lock the door. Wow. That's that winning on all levels. Um, <laughs> but the most valuable item stolen from, from them, the family said, was was the prosthetic foot. I don't care about the electronic things. They're easy to replace, but that is fairly expensive to replace, said Zach. Again, not mentioning the gun. Um, (laughs) Vodder lost his leg two years ago in a motorcycle crash, and his prosthetic foot has helped him come to terms with it. I ran in high school, college. It's a freeing feeling to get out and run, said Zach. The foot is custom made for him and isn't worth much to anybody else. Can I have it back, please? He said. Uh... The Vodders say they just put their house up for sale on Craigslist and wonder if they that made them a target. Oh, yes, it did. Um, so there's two douchebags here. Of course, the major douchebag is the person who stole the prosthetic foot. You're an asshole. Like, even <laughs> if you you went in and you robbed the place and you see a prosthetic foot, even most crooks – honor among thieves, dude. Yeah. Like, mo- most crooks would be like, I'm not going to take that. It's fucked up. You know, but no, he took it. And a minor, <laughs> du- a minor douchebag here is the two people that got robbed for not mentioning the fucking gun that got stolen. Because who gives a shit about that? You know, I just I thought that was funny. <laughs> Foot ahead of the police. Yeah. All right. Here's here's number two. And and number two is funny to me because everybody reporting it is acting like it's not a big deal, and it is. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I titled this, I thought she went with you, I didn't bother to check or anything, which isn't even funny, it's just a matter of fact. Uh, it's a case of mistaken responsibility that left a little girl in limbo for hours. The three-year-old, identified only as Harmony, was accidentally left behind by her mom and other relatives at a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant because the adults in the group each thought someone else was taking her home, according to the ha- the Hafford, Harford County Sheriff's Office in Bel Air. What's MD? Which one is that? Min- Minnesota? Oh, Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girl The girl approached staff around 8 p.m. Sunday night to say she was thirsty. When no parents or guardians were found with her, the sheriff's office was contacted. A manager recalled seeing a group of some four adults and ten children but had no way to track them down because they paid in cash and had not made a reservation. The child told officials that her mom had told her to get her jacket because the group was leaving, but that she in- instead went to play another game, like a typical three-year-old. Right. Why would you tell a three-year-old to go get your, your coat and then just fuck off somewhere? And then leave. That doesn't make sense. Um, local media aired the story as well as a photo of the child on the 11 p.m. newscast, leading to phone calls from Harmony's mother and father, who shared joint custody of the child. The sheriff's department called 
it all an unfortunate mistake. <laughs> Quote, Harmony was inadvertently left behind at the restaurant by family members who thought she was in the company of other family members. The department said in a statement, there are no charges expected to be filed. Okay, so let's dissect this problem, shall we? Um, first, they forgot their kid at Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, <laughs> now... At first, I was like, oh, could I do that? Because I have kids. I don't think I could do that. But, you know, never say never. Here's my big problem. And this is the big key here. Okay. The girl said that the last thing her mom said was, go get my coat because we're leaving. So if the girl wasn't going to go with the mother, why was she going to get her coat? <laughs> This is not a case of I thought you this one was going with that. That was the excuse they gave. This is a case of the adults were caught up in a stupid conversation, didn't do a head count, and left the kid behind. This is a case of Home Alone um, Lost in New York. Yeah. <laughs> when It's a real funny movie, but when you really pay attention to it, those parents are fucking pathetic for leaving their kid behind. Yeah. It's it's just the way it is, you know, and and shit like this, it didn't piss me off at first because I was like, what a fucking bunch of idiots. But then how the cops are saying, oh, you know, it happens. Oh, fuck you. It doesn't happen. Well, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be real with everybody right now. I have five children. I'm not a Mormon. OK, I have five kids, you know, and I have never forgotten any of my children. I've gone out with other kids and their parents. I you you do a head count, you make sure you have everybody. I instinctively know when my child is not with me. Period. It, it's just it's just stupid that this is this isn't a big deal. You know, I personally think I don't think they should have the kid taken away from them. I think this is a little drastic. They should at least get a slap on the hand or something. You know. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, one, you love your kids. Two, um, we don't know that these parents do, but at the same time, it was a Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't like they left them at an amusement park and then took off, you know, or, you know, at a park, which would have been a little worse. But, you know, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It it, it makes me angry because it, it's – we live in a day and age nowadays that you're not allowed to discipline your kids anymore. Like you'll be – if I give – if, if – Certain people knew that I spanked one of my children. I'd be fucking arrested, yeah. you know. But you can leave them at a Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and nothing happens. Or you can, you know? or you can hit them during um, anger management training. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, I, it's just, it's it's it honestly sickens me that this isn't a big deal to anybody. Yeah. That everybody's just like, oh, that's so cute. Because no one got hurt. If someone got hurt, that would have been a different story. But that's what? how that's how society plays it. Oh well, no one got hurt, so it's all okay. It, no, but it's, it's so easy to to see yeah. through the bullshit. It's like you fuckheads were talking about some stupid shit, and you didn't fucking notice your child. Yeah, you know, and that's pathetic. Right. It's pathetic. Yeah. All right, I'm heated. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> let's, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's let's name our epic douchebag of the week. This is this is, this is an epic douchebag. This will make everyone even chuckle just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. For those of you keeping track of Anonymous's offshoot Lulsec that was responsible for taking out many game and movie sites last year, noticed something strange when they abruptly 
brought their cruise to an end. This was in light of several arrests from what law enforcement was claiming to be key members of the organization. But according to Fox News, it seems to have been true. Many people, including myself, thought the abrupt departure was simply because law enforcement was getting too close to some of the members. This could have been true. Uh, this could have been true when back in June they were reporting that Hector Xavier Mossergor who was um, under the internet name Sabu, was arrested by police in June and turned on his alleged members, on the alleged members. Monsegur reportedly lived in New York's Lower East Side and has two children, pleaded guilty to hacking-related charges on August 15th, then agreed to cooperate with the FBI to help catch other members, according to Fox News. Now, Fox News claims that he is working for the FBI, but it's most likely he's assisting the FBI for a lighter sentence. Yeah, I don't think they handed him a badge. Yeah, I don't think he suddenly became an honorary member of the FBI. Uh, just prior to the announcement that Lulsect was ending their cruise, British newspaper The Guardian released internet chat logs between alleged Lulsect members. Among, uh, chief among uh, the folks' instant messaging was someone who went by the name of Sabu, who was believed to be Monsignor. Quote, you realize we smacked the FBI today, Sabu said in the logs. This means everyone is uh, in here must remain extremely secure. Well, we went. Uh, we knew that once uh, they went after the FBI, they would be hard-pressed to hide from them for very long. Not to mention that Anonymous tried to distance themselves from the group, and many uh, people considered that a splinter after Anonymous decided that it wasn't in their best interest to go after Sony. So Lulsect was, be- um, was believed to be the group that... Um, was prepared to do what Sony, um, what sorry, what Anonymous wasn't. Whether the story turns out to be true, and this at this time we've actually been verified that it is true, um, it's uh, it leaves the group in an interesting state. The news came in light of three arrests that was made um, last week by the U.S. and U.K. law enforcement. Two resided in Ireland and one lived in Chicago, and it's believed that the arrests were made as the aid of uh, Montsegur. Now, since most of the group is fragmented, it would be difficult to capture everyone, but will it do enough to scare them? Probably some of them that were involved, but I don't think it's really going to actually do anything to reduce the amount of hacks. In fact, Anonymous is now going out and hacking a bunch of different people saying, release our um, compatriots. In their most recent hack, though, they hacked – well, they dropped uh, Norton – antivirus uh source code on pirates bay that's and, awesome yeah and they they dropped it on there and in the in the file they said um release our friends and they left out one person's name Sabu. yeah yeah exactly yeah well i mean lulsec is like anonymous with no morals yeah like anonymous is annoying sometimes but you kind of get where they're coming from. You don't have to agree with it, but right. you kind of understand what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, you know, fucking anonymous is doing something. But Lulsec does not give two fucks. And Lulsec, to me, is those people who just want to be seen. They, yeah. You know, they they almost want to be caught because they want people to know how awesome they are. Yeah. You know, I remember when they were fully doing their little thing on Twitter and this and that, and they were just so caught up in themselves and trying to spew this philosophical shit that was just dumb. Yeah. Like it, it, It's like you're just being an asshole. Yeah, you, it, there's, you, there's not too much philosophy for being a prick. 
Yeah, because like anonymous, anonymous got it when they decided not to um, fuck with Sony anymore. Like they go, we realize that the people that we're pissing off are the people that we need. They got it. They're like, and 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 we were like going, dude, come on. You and know. to be honest, when all said and done, Anonymous kind of made things a little bit better after that Sony bit, dude. Yeah. I mean, security was beefed up on shit. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the bullshit was brought out into to the world for all of us to see, you know. And and Sony, not only Sony but Microsoft, all of them stepped up their fucking game. Yeah. And what the and, problem with Lulsec though is that you had Lulsec going. Uh, fuck you gamers, you guys are just fat and lazy. They were just talking shit to the crowd that they... And by that point, when they started doing that, even the gamers are like, you know what, fuck you guys. I don't give a shit about you guys. You hope yeah. your asses get caught. <laughs> Which hurts them because now no one's protecting them. Yeah. And, and they don't have the, the rally of the people behind them. So anyone who wants to find them, like the FBI, <laughs> has no one opposing them. Yeah. Like and they'll now, ask a question, and everyone will go, "Yep." <laughs> the only ones that are really going to join them now are going to be those little asshole teenagers that are going to be like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." Everybody else is going to be like, "You know, fuck these guys. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of hearing about them." Let's move right on to, to the epics. epic person. Move I'm going to read. I'm going to read this. Damn it! Because oh, I wrote it. <laughs> Bitches. Um, so piracy and DRM go hand in hand, literally, um, in PC gaming, and they're both a dirty word for gamers and developers. Uh, CD Projekt Red's CEO, uh, Marcin Iwinski, I think, has gone as far to say, quote, DRM does not protect your game. Uh, Iwinski said CD Projekt's recent release, Witcher 2, was, quote, cracked within two hours of release, despite using secure ROM. But even saying secure ROM makes me sick. I hate secure ROM. It sucks. Um, another quote. DRM does not protect your game. Uh, if there are examples that it does, then people maybe should consider it. But then there are complications with legit users. Um, during his presentation at this year's GDC, Iwinski said the developer would not be using DRM again. Every sub- sub- subsequent game we will... Every subsequent game, we will never use any DRM. This is a quote. We'll never use any DRM anymore. It's just overcomplicating things, he said. Uh, we released the game. It was cracked in two hours. It was it was no time for Witcher 2. I think he's um, English isn't his first language because these quotes, they're kind of, you know, they're not – you could tell he's an intelligent person, but they're not put together all that well. It was no time for Witcher 2. Uh, what really surprised me is that the pirates didn't use the – um, the GOG version. What is GOG? I forget. But there's a version of it that doesn't have DRM, um, which is like a, a download from the internet or whatever. But it's not. It has no DRM whatsoever. So basically, people spent the time to crack the one that did have DRM when they could have just easily gotten the one that didn't, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> they took the secure ROM retail version, cracked it in, in it, and said. We cracked it. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a non-secure version with a simultaneous release. You think the the GOG version would be in would be the one floating around? What Mr. Winsky is starting to understand. This is for me now. No more quotes. What Mr. Winsky is starting to understand is cracking a game game CRM isn't just about playing a game for free. For a lot of people that do these kinds of things, it's the thrill of knowing that they did it and having your tiny bit of fame on the internet for a moment. Personally, I don't see why companies even use DRM when it is 
when it always turns out to be an embarrassment. CD Projekt is on the right track here. Sure, this means their their games are going unprotected, but that so-called protection that they have at their disposal is so paper-thin, there really isn't a point to using it. Developers can save time and money by just not using it. And by when I said secure ROM is it makes me sick, it's because they use this DRM that does not work. Right. right. People crack it. In two hours, they cracked it. And secure ROM is supposed to be the creme de la creme of, of DRM. So they crack it, but people who bought the game have to deal with countless stupid problems with DRM or just stupid restrictions. Diablo 3 has to constantly be connected to the internet in order yeah. to play because of DRM. Um, I forget which Assassin's Creed it was, but there was an Assassin's Creed that just did not freaking work because Secure ROM broke it. It's yeah. just pathetic to me, you know, and DRM is useless. There are, but the, the thing is, a lot of companies are moving in other directions, different ways of doing it. As much as we don't like it, the online passes for the console games, yeah. where if you buy a used game, you have to buy the $10 online. Yeah, that sucks for used games. It doesn't suck for, um, for, for piracy, because less people... Who's going to pirate... <coughs> excuse me. Who's going to pirate um, Call of Duty 3? When you can't play online. That yeah. is the stupidest thing. You're going to play the game for six hours and then it's going to be useless to you <laughs> because you've already beaten it. You know, it's – it's thing, a tactic like that makes more sense to me. And it also relies more on the quality of your product to draw people in to want to spend money for it. DRM is almost like a – you know what? We're, we have to fuck everybody who actually liked our product in order to fuck everybody who likes it but doesn't want to pay for it. Yeah. I know. I've always, I've always hated that. And the same thing goes with uh, DVDs because they go, oh, well, we want to put all these secure things so people don't rip DVDs. And there's going to be ways around it. People will find workarounds. I mean, the you just got to understand that, you know what, it, it, it's going to happen. I know – I understand you put so much money into it, but people that are going to buy it are going to buy it. So stop making it more annoying for the people that are actually going out there and buying it as opposed to – the people that are going to steal it, because I guarantee you there's more people buying it than there are stealing it. Exactly. So, But uh, uh, epic person, obviously, Mr. Winsky, um, for just keeping it real. Dude. You know, he's just like, you know what? This shit isn't working, and I don't want to screw over our loyal fans. Done. And the Witcher titles are awesome. Um, I suggest you purchase them. Um, <laughs> they're, they're amazing games. I, I, I played, the, played a little bit of the second one. I, I finished the first one. I mean, it's, they're just really good, so check them out. All right. Well, I think it's time to really quickly go into our recommendations. And my recommendation this week is Afterburner Climax. You can get it on PSN, and Ooh. I think it's on Xbox Live. It was like 10 bucks on PSN. I'm not sure how many points it is on Xbox. Um, it's just a real fun game. If you liked the old arcade version, you know, it, it really is just that. It's fast paced, it's fun, and it's just it's just a good time. And I it's mindless fun and it sometimes it's just easier to get into some games like that than getting completely in depth in something like LA Noir or, you know, Uncharted where you you don't want to – you go like, I want to play something, but I don't want to play something I have to spend hours on. Right. You know, I just want to play something that's going to be quick and simple and just and and just fun. And that that's that for me. That was Afterburner Climax. I played that like every day since I got it. 
what are your uh, recommendations for this one? Uh, two recommendations. First one is Mario with a capital O. This is from the guys over at StabYourself.net. Um, they've taken the original Mario game from the NES. It was so awesome. Yeah, dude. and they added a portal gun. Yeah. So Mario has a portal gun now. Um, Eight bit first, Mario. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, at first, I was like. Oh, that's that's a cool concept. I played the game, and it's a quick download. It's oh, it's yeah. it's under ten megs, I think. Yeah. Um. Well, because it's through, it's an and it's basically an NES ROM with a portal gun. Um, the game is just amazingly fun. The things that you can do in here are just it's it's like Portal. Like you you it's the possibilities are endless. <laughs> um, I'm actually thinking about doing a little review of it. Um, throw a video up and stuff like that because the, the game is it's just cool. It's just cool to play. I, I just um, have you know that I told Adam about this. Yes, yes. I, and, and then he brought it to my attention, and, and then I he, he was it. like, "Oh, yeah, that seems kind of cool." And I could tell, like the the I almost in your in your uh, email, I could sense the, eh, okay, yeah. And the then man, afterwards, yeah. all of a sudden, you were like. Oh my God! This play I, by play, play by play on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> oh like, my God! You can do this. Oh my God! You can do that. I didn't oh, know. And another I, thing it has, you can make your own levels. That and was that's cool. cool. That that's was really cool. I like the two that it's it's available on OS, um, iOS. It's it's available for Mac. It's, it's available, available for Windows, for Linux, Linux, <laughs> um, and and the OS X. Yeah. Uh, and you can even download Source, the source code of it, which means it's available for other open source platforms um so it's available for everything other than uh handheld phones if but, if you go to uh the lazygeeks.com and go into the video section you'll be able to see the post that we have on there which we have i put the link in there for so you can go ahead and get and um go directly see the video and go ahead and uh and uh, download the game it, it is a really quick download i downloaded it too played it and it was just like oh my god this is so cool and another review, um, or I'm sorry, another recommendation, Batman Year One, um, the animated film, just saw this a couple of days ago, blew my mind. Not for the kids, just like the graphic novel that it's based on. Um, it shows the not only the origin story of Batman, but also the origin story of, um, why is his name escaping me? It's really late. Commissioner Gordon, excuse me. Um, shows his little origin story. Um, the story's very dark. Um, it's very, it's very realistic, very gritty. Um, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, it's, it, and like I said, the hardcover comes out this week um, of the graphic novel. It's pretty, pretty good following the graphic novel, pretty much play by play. It, it's just really, I watched it and and got a little emotional at parts. Like it, it was really well done. Um, have you watched it yet? I know you picked no. it up. Yeah, I, I have the 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 Blu-ray, but I haven't picked it up yet. I'm gonna watch it and then um, do a review on the whole like the DVD itself. Okay. Yeah, because it, it was it just blew me away. I mean, DC yet again kills it with an animated film. I they, mean, they they do they know how to they know film. how to do it. Yeah. So I haven't watched that Justice League Doom yet, but I'm hearing some mixed reviews that it kind of fell flat. But yeah, I know I got. I gotta watch that, and I gotta get that and watch it. All right, so uh, that brings us to the close of our show. And uh, so, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many ways to follow us. Be uh, be sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/thelazygeeks, one word. Uh, you can follow us at Twitter. You can follow us at thelazygeeks, one word. You can follow me at 
lazy underscore nomad or you can follow adam over there at lazy plug that under- blog dude plug that blog <laughs> in the air, at lazy uh underscore sapien yeah you can catch my it's it's not non as geeky related as um everything else we do but uh you know uh you can go ahead and check out my personal blog when did this happen to me dot wordpress.com uh be sure to subscribe to our youtube page i'm going to be posting up another um Asian Fury and uh, myself uh, conversation on there. And I'll probably be posting another vlog this week. So uh, be sure to check out that stuff at youtube.com slash the lazy geeks one word. Uh, you can email us if you have any questions, comments, you just want to send us nasty pictures of yourself. Girls, mm. girls, girls. Yeah, girls, girls. Send, um, send, or, send the or guy if, photos to Steve. <laughs> or if, if any of you girls have some hot cosplay photos. Oh, that's a definite. You know, those uh, will go on the site. If yeah. we if we get cosplay, we'll put them on the site because yeah. that's cool. That that's some them some cool stuff. We'll go ahead and do that. And uh, so just go ahead and send those emails to thelazygeeks at gmail dot com. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So please be sure to comment on this podcast or any on either iTunes or the website thelazygeeks dot com. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the insanely sexy. Mm. And uh, be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out. Mm-hmm.